As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene, was good? But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, already a know. podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Let Donald Trump nut again. That's what he needs to be working on. You know what scares me is even as we're talking about it, I think about the way that he stands, and you know how he's always like tooted a little bit? Like yeah, it's toots. like he's got a hard dick, but he can't come. You know what I yeah, mean? Like he got right. it tucked in his belt the way that you do at middle school dances and shit. But he did, he tucked it in his belt, and his belt is a diaper, so it's a little bit weird too. Right. <laughs> like, why did you put a belt on your diaper, sir? I don't want it to fall off. I feel like a man. All right, all right, okay. <laughs> because Good. I'm a big boy, and big boys <laughs> wear belts with their diapers. Big boys go hard mode, solid. <laughs> exceptional beautiful episode of my mama told me the podcast where we dive deep deep into the butt crack of black conspiracy theories and we work to finally prove that Muggsy Bowes is lying about how tall he is you ain't 5'4 Muggsy and we all know it you're 6'2 get off your knees Muggsy this is a ruse this was a long con just so you could get cast in Space Jam you're a goddamn liar Muggsy we're gonna reveal it on the podcast today probably not that's not our focus today i'm your host langston kerman as always i'm so excited to be here with you i had a jarring morning where i found out today that uh that darius rucker is technically uh related to the person who rucker park is named after the world famous basketball court darius rucker of hootie and the blowfish is in fact the heir to the rucker park throne and I cannot believe that all these years we've been calling this man a sellout and he is a, he is a part of one of the most iconic 
entities in the black community. Good for you, Darius Rucker. Shame on you, Muggsy Bogues. That's how I always feel. Good for you, Darius Rucker. Shame on you, Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> you know who shouldn't be ashamed of himself is my guest today. He's a fantastic comedian, a fantastic friend, one of the funniest people I know in the world. You know him from SNL. You know him from the movie Popstar. You know him from just being a funny person on all the shit. He pops up in pretty much every television show I've ever watched. He's so funny. A dear friend. Give it up for my buddy, Mr. Chris Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Audience in COVID time. Hell yeah. Crazy. <laughs> I got so slaves, party. baby. It's tight. <laughs> man, you changing the game, man. You got the you got the slave on a hat in the back. You ready uh-huh. for it. You ready <laughs> you for all it? of it. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, sir? Man, I'm good, man. Waiting on my test results. Uh, oh, that's just, right. Yeah, waiting on my test results. Lady coughed in my face the other day. So I <laughs> had to go get my nose fucked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's it's just like it's just like waiting to see if you're getting ghosted or not. I don't like it at all. <laughs> I'm a little more privy to this information, but you've been waiting a long time. Like an exceptionally long time for my COVID test results. I went and got my nose fucked about almost two weeks ago. And <laughs> I, <laughs> I've just been sitting here spiraling in anxiety. Like, do I got it? Everything, every time. I fart weird or long. It's like, oh, is that a Rona fart? Like, I don't know if my life has changed with that, man. If, if Dr. Fauci doesn't start exclusively referring to testing as nose fucking, I don't know that, <laughs> I don't know that we've done any good work today. <laughs> okay, I'm super excited that you're here, uh, not only because I just enjoy talking to you, but you sent a conspiracy theory that I think is just a stunning one you told you said it's it's unbelievable but you said my mama told me you can only come so many times before it runs out <laughs> care to elaborate <laughs> man the theory goes is this from a strong black woman mm-hmm. looked me in my eyes and said that you got to take care of your spirit, the sperm, mm-hmm. because you're going to give your spirit out the sperm so much before mm. it's gone. Your sperm sure. gone. <laughs> and then the vessel is useless. Your dick sure. dead. So, <laughs> so there's a number of times you can come in your life before your dick just dies. And I'm right. like, that's wild to me. But right. then I, when I'm a, I'm a young man still like figuring shit out, like, looking up the Illuminati, I'm I'm going down all these spirals. And then women mm-hmm. are like, you know, when you have sex with them and, 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 and like some of your aura, your spirit stays in them. I'm like, oh, they're coming on. Right. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's a real Kevin McAllister moment. Yeah. Your hands go on the side of your head. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, damn, how many do I got left? Sure. And which is an insane trick for God to play on anybody. Right. The idea that you would have to count comes uh as yeah. you move forward in life is upsetting to say right. the least. And then it's like if you but if you if you jack off versus having sex, is mm. it different? 
Right. right. Do, is do that, they count as half comes? Right. Is that cum? a fraction of the comes that you were originally coming if you come full? Because I'll be honest, and maybe you'll speak to this too. As a man who comes in a lady now, I yeah. I come more. <laughs> I would you venture to guess I come more when a lady is involved than when I'm by myself. Look, I've only I've only came in women. It, it, I could count them on my fingers. Sure. On one hand. And good for you. I'm proud of you for that. <laughs> and I will say that I definitely come more. I, there's never been a moment I came more alone. Every time you're in, like mid come alone, you're like, oh, I'm yeah. <laughs> I ain't got to oh, keep coming. Right. <laughs> this wasn't we for good. nobody. This... We good. I don't stop it. I'm just saying it just seems more exciting when somebody's there helping sure. you along. You know what? It, you know that moment where you're coming in in something or in someone, and you, you like squeeze your butt cheeks, and you yeah. your pelvis is all the way forward. That that puts that extra come in it. I'm saying, hold on, your whole body <laughs> turns into a punctuation mark. Uh, ah, you just get there you go. That's for you because I appreciate you, but. But if it's by yourself, you don't put all that back into it. No, man, no, nah, not by yourself. That just seems shameful. It's like, let me grab a sock. This is wild. <laughs> I gotta wash up now. This is goddamn. But that, it also made me think about like what they would say about famous people uh, growing up in Chicago. They would be like, "Yo, you know, once guys start fucking so many women, then they just get bored. So then, mm-hmm. so then they, then they, then they experiment with their sexuality because they, because they stop." They they fuck so many that they just get bored, and I'm yes. like, what? We we've wow. had it. We we uh talk. We've talked about this a few times, but uh that theory of Jamie Fox uh playing right. naked basketball, which I'm sure you've heard of, mm-hmm. uh yeah. with his boys is is a testament to that, right? That like you've had so much sex and you've mm-hmm. been with so many naked people, men, women, whatever, that at some point you're just like, all right, well, I got to do something weird. I got to wrap up in plastic, leave a, <laughs> a, a thing swinging, and do some crossovers. And All right, I'm trying to hoop. I need I'm to see. To, I need where's some, the saran wrap? <laughs> where is it? I can't hit this jump shot unless somebody got their dick out. That's just me. That's me. That's how I play ball. <laughs> you know what this sex needs? More zippers. More <laughs> zippers here. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's it's adding zippers to your to your personality or to your sexual personality because you have seen too many titties. Like I it, yeah. titties are fine, but if there's not a zipper nearby, I can't it doesn't do it for me anymore. And I'm like, man, what is that number? No one can tell you what the exact number is of mm-hmm. like how many is too many titties because for me, I don't have a number. Sure. Like I can see titties forever. Like that, that's and that's what you think. But you right. and you're a famous person. I'm not gonna undermine you are a very successful, talented man, but I don't believe that you're famous enough to get tired of titties yet. You're right. I haven't reached that level of fame. Don't know if I want to go there. <laughs> I'll be very real with you, man. I think I would rather just stay right where I'm at. Sure. Uh, titties are plentiful and right. making good money. <laughs> Titties still do something for you. you, you do, you're fine. Don't I'm, push I'm it. Smiling, man. Right. I'm smiling. I just want to be a little bit more famous to get my test results back faster. That's, That's fair. Yeah. That's <laughs> I I just want to be famous enough that I appreciate titties and know if I have COVID within a week. That Boom. seems reasonable. That's that's it. I, matter of fact, I want the Idris Alba contract. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because he got tested before. 
everybody. Yeah, <laughs> he got tested before we knew we could test for it. He was right. just like, hey, hey, y'all, in a few months, they're going to tell you about this thing called COVID-19. I already got that. <laughs> it was COVID-18 when he, when he got the test. They didn't even, they didn't even know it's right for age yet. Oh, this nigga was smooth on Twitter like, yeah, I'm sick. And was like, I'm not for you. I'm like, damn, I don't yeah. got fans like that. Nah, <laughs> not yet, but you'll get them. Okay, let me ask you this, because this conspiracy, I, I love that we're already digging into sort of the emotional response you had. But I think you yeah. told me that this originally came from a college counselor. Is that true? It, it did. It did come from a college counselor. Now, I was really tight uh, with this woman. And uh, in, in college, I didn't get a lot out of it besides um, uh, weed money. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was on my journey at the time. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to figure myself out. But... Uh, but I, I remember going to her office every day. And so we got we got mad close and I would tell her about my relationships and all that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and basically this was like her godly way of saying I was in the streets too much, I guess. Mm. But um, but when she said that to me, I was like, damn, this is a really deep conversation. This is a very personal conversation. And you believe this? Like, right. That's kind of wild. And she's a super smart, educated. One of my favorite people in the world. Won't even use a real name. That's how much I love him. But God <laughs> damn. <laughs> I run out. I got a calendar right now. I've been marking days down. I don't, sure. know, I don't know what my number is, but it's Jordan numbers. Dog. And, so, and so when she told you that yeah. you could eventually run out of cum, for lack <laughs> of a better word. Yeah. Were you then like, oh, you crazy lady? Or was it like, oh shit, this very much could be a real possibility and now I got to recalibrate the way I approach the world. My immediate reaction to like anything back then was uh, I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. Why would... <laughs> but what if it's real though? Because I did uh, also still go to church, you know what I'm saying? Right. So a little piece of me was like, but oh, but like that... God do be playing like that, though. God that, do be playing like that. That's the scary part of, I think, the way, and I think this context is important. When you attach God to something, it mm -hmm. becomes a different conversation. It does. It, it does, because now you got to, it brings in your whole life, and you, it, it brings in your belief system now. Right. It's like, did I believe it right away? No. Did I go search the Bible for that chapter where sure. they say, Yo, dick runs out. Yes, I did. Of course. Yeah, it's <laughs> and like, I did not find it nowhere in there, dog. Right. It because it's not in there. The <laughs> Bible not. doesn't mention it at all. They're not like and Abraham came his last come. <laughs> and no, and Noah built the ark, and then he came his last to come. As the like, last no, two giraffes came. <laughs> Noah came the giraffe. <laughs> Yeah, it's not in the scripture. It's an interpretation of the scripture from a person right. who you might consider to be a godly person or a person who right. potentially has like good Christian values. But it's a weird game to play of like, damn, you added that dude I like into the conversation. And now I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to be working against God. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't start getting hot till like till later till like college. So right. like I'm having my first high moments after these conversations i'm sitting by myself like Ugh, i don't want to waste the spirit you know sure. what i'm saying <laughs> and i don't need that 
kind of anxiety in my life. <laughs> I ain't need that at all. Right. Uh, but I had came back and asked her about that, like, and she she was just firm on it, bro. Mm-hmm. And I I haven't and I I talked to her like last year, and I should have brought it up, but it was it would have been weird. It's just a weird conversation, sure. like. Casually, just bring, hey, you remember that time you told me I come and you was like, it's gonna run out. Hey, uh, <laughs> how many comes do you think I got left? Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. If you were to guess <laughs> on a scale of one, that you wrong, how many comes <laughs> you think I came? It is, it's like a very Jehovah's Witness approach to like coming where it's like only 144,000 people get into heaven, you only get 144,000 comes before you go to hell. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? It's a, it's like a bad rom rom script. Yes, you know what I mean. It's just it's just a bad like you got a hundred and forty four right. comes. Use them wisely. <laughs> it is. I love that trailer. It's just like a deep voice dude being like, "She's a hardworking lady who can't seem to find a man. He's Where a are tough the men? a tough no busy guy who is almost out of cum. <laughs> I take no lady serious. Somebody should teach me a lesson." <laughs> can they find love in manhattan it's like i, I, I slow down like i only have 102 comes left but i, I don't know bro come. i don't know bro she might be the one but is she my last come <laughs> oh no that's the billboard she might be the one but is she my last come <laughs> the last come the last come to theaters for the last time maybe it's a very long trailer yeah they lost focus pretty early into the trailer but it's gonna be a good movie i think and honestly i think it's gonna do very well especially in these times mm-hmm. people are just you know they're taking in a lot of content a lot of content's being made yeah i mean streaming services wow we got so many streaming services yeah i heard they're out to rosa mcgowan for the lead so that yeah that should be exciting i'm glad to see her working again I love seeing that. Also, I think they're out to come itself oh. uh, to play the star. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard that, but that's cool. I love yeah. that. I mean, come doesn't come out for much. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? Come doesn't get a lot of credit because comes in a lot of stuff that it just like, yeah. you're, not, it's a star. you're not talking about the come. Yeah, you're not, you're not, you know, it's, it's a sign that it's over. So I'm glad that come is finally getting its shine in the way it should. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I also love how unusable this episode will be when we listen back and realize we said come 1,348 times in the first 20 minutes. Oh, wait. Can we not say Is this Aaron on PBS? Oh, it's fine. I'm just talking oh, shit. We're no. doing great. I think PBS. I'm having a spectacular time. This is so much fun, bro. Yeah, man. Okay, so let me ask you this. So she tells you this. You you naturally have your skepticism, but you're bought in at least enough to believe that this good Christian woman is not trying to do anything malicious in telling you this. Right. It's like when you talk to anybody of the Christian faith, uh, if they're diehard, you have to interpret what they say. Mm-hmm. And, and, and because it's like, well, she, I know she's not insane, right? So it's like, so this is coming, so it's coming from a place of love in some kind of way, right? So I, so I, I over time, I was like, oh, what she was trying to say is be protective of your energy because people can corrupt your energy. Mm-hmm. That made more sense to me because that's actually true and real. Right. Uh, but I, I, but I'm like, but the way she set, packaged it was was packaged and dumb uh well that's not dumb I, but just 
uh, wild. Uh, yeah. I think that, that it's the problem with a lot of our belief systems, right, is that we conflate a bunch of different things, right? What she is right. telling you is a true thing that like you, you giving your, your, for lack of better word, spirit to a hundred different women does start to eat at the human that you are. Right. Right. Like it starts to make you like, stop valuing them, stop valuing yourself, treat right. them and yourself differently than you probably should be treating it. That all yeah. makes sense, but right. that ain't science. Right? That's not so like, <laughs> don't try to be a geneticist while you're saying it. Just yeah. admit like, hey, I don't know how cum works, but be cool <laughs> about how you treat women out in the world. Yeah, man. Because that's such a dope lesson that she and she taught and she taught me a lot of great things that some hit mm -hmm. then, some hit, some hit later, some left me questioning it like this. But it was like, don't tell me my dick is gonna stop working. Right. Like that's <laughs> wild, man. I was like. <laughs> If something going on in your life, what is going on? Like, that's what he told me. He, he just said he ran out of spirit. So you know what it feels like? Up. It feels like the, uh, you know, in the beginning of the Beauty and the Beast where that lady shows up and she don't get a, a spot in his uh, castle. And then she yeah. hands him that rose and she's like, when them petals fall, you're going to be a beast forever. And it's like, <laughs> you know, when when you bust your last nut. You're gonna be permanently a monster. You, yep, you're just gonna you be walking be... around. <laughs> walking around. That's it. It's gonna this fall off. Beauty and the beast. <laughs> <laughs> There's just like a singing cum rag in the corner. Like, oh man. It's I just wanna be a real a real rag again. Yeah, who do you get? Who who's the magic teacup? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> who who's Wait, are you asking who's the voice of it or who, what is the item that represents yeah, the magic yes, teacup? Yes. <laughs> well, you got to assume lotion's going to be the magic teacup. <laughs> Just a, a, squirt, squirt, man. Yeah, That's a bottle of Jergens who sings yep. to a smaller bottle of Jergens and tells it to go to bed. <laughs> oh, man. Beauty and the Useless D. That, that's, a nice, that's a nice. There play. it is. We're going to make you that movie it. right after the rom com. <laughs> man, we, we got a busy schedule, man. Listen, man, our 2021 is booked. Let don't the industry know. Don't ask us for shit. We've got a lot of cum material to write down. And it's all coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're going to take a break. We're going to be back with more Chris Red and more My Mama Told Me. But We Loved is a podcast about queer history. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught, a history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself learning to love and embrace yourself. 
From iHeart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor! Gene, we'll boot it! Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. It's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Here we go. And we are back with more Chris Red. More my mama told me. We're still talking about busting them nuts and how many yeah. nuts you can bust. Boop, 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 boop. That's right. Like boop, 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 boop. We are, we are getting into it. All right. So I did a shit ton of research around this subject because what? I uh, am endlessly fascinated with, and to be honest, slightly afraid. I, d- I don't know that I'm not afraid <laughs> that like there are times where you like, I don't know if you've had this, where you've like jerked off and then you jerk off again and like nothing comes out and you're like, oh no, oh no, yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, is that all of, bro? No, no, there was a time I was dating this girl, um, and we had sex. I came and it disappeared. Mm-hmm. Like I had the feeling, and we both. And I, there's nothing been more crazy than two right. adults looking for cum. Like, right. is it on you? Is it on me? Where did it go? Like, is it in the said, house? Did it get stolen by a mouse? Like this weird Dr. <laughs> Seuss poem was searching for. Nothing was more uncomfortable than like sitting down in that same bed later, just watching TV, not have found the cum. Like, right? It gotta be here. (laughs) Am I done? Am I done coming? 
<laughs> is she right this whole time? Hey, you got a Bible here. Can we just get into <laughs> some, some prayer real quick just to make sure? Just to make sure, man. God, they, they, they kill my dick off. Okay. Here's what I did. I did a bunch of research and I want to run some of it by you. And I'd love to get your thoughts on any and all of it. So uh, I looked up and this is a tough thing to look up, but I looked up uh, the amount of cum that a man has over a lifetime, uh, which again, gives you some real funky search results. Oh yeah. Um, But one of the things that it talked about is that men do not run out of cum. That's just fact, right? Like over a lifetime, we continue to produce sperm. There's no point where like our body, at least naturally, just decides it's done. Um, Which it should. I feel like it should. That, the balls are working your whole life. Yeah, man. I don't I don't see what we, after a certain age, what are we doing? This is an Amazon factory down there. Right. <laughs> yeah, let's give him a day off, Jeff Bezos. Jesus Christ, man. Let them go home and see their families. Yeah, or make one. Something. You don't need to keep doing this, but apparently our bodies will just keep producing. We produce, I think it's something in the like, oh, 1500 sperm per minute. Which means Ooh. that you every day are producing millions and millions of sperm, yeah. uh, whether you want to or not, whether you're willing <laughs> to give them a break or not. Which means there's no actual way that you could actually expel these from your body fast enough to uh, make right. up for the fact that your body won't, you know, is still producing them. Even though that would be a gross superhero. <laughs> 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 I gotta get these sperm out of my body. <laughs> Wait, that's not yeah. a power. Sir, yeah, that's, it's not a, sir, it's not a power. That's just, nah, nah, it's how I stay strong. Like, what? <laughs> no. Nah. He's been doing that in every fight, bro. Sir, you're <laughs> sick. Please. I don't want to fight you like this. I'm trying to research some past. You're in a library, man. Stop doing this. Get out of here. You're not a hero. <laughs> I'm strong. I'm a hero. <laughs> So what I did find, and this is fascinating, is that there was an article in 2017 that claimed that you are meant to, and this was a Daily Mail article, so take whatever (laughs) that means, but they argued that you are supposed to come an upwards of 21 times per month uh, as a way of significantly reducing uh, risk of prostate cancer. Now, it is worth noting before you respond, it's worth noting that the research uh, has been largely uh, proven to be uh, not, I won't say unfounded, but risky in that it was self-reported data. So like people were telling, you know, whoever, how many times they came, but they may be lying, you know, (laughs) (laughs) people be lying about how much they they bust yeah. their nuts. Man, I be busting nuts all the time. Right. Yo, you don't know niggas be lying about how much sex they have, especially when you're younger. Right. Uh, that's the information I should have had when I was younger because I would have I would have used that. I would have mm-hmm. been like, hey, girl, you know, I don't want to get cancer. And I'm short <laughs> these like six, seven nuts. You know right. what I'm saying? Help a, help a brother be cancer free. <laughs> help a player hit his quota help this month. <laughs> You know I got this 21 uh, quota, baby. <laughs> I've been tabulating and uh, I'm about three nuts short this month. Oh, I hit my calculator on my nut count and 
It's a little low, baby. <laughs> Hate for a nigga to get sick. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you know, prostate cancer is very terminal. Mm, sure be a shame if I were to die from it. <laughs> Seems easily preventable under this context. So why don't you go ahead and save my life, girl? <laughs> go ahead and save my life right now. <laughs> So uh, apparently coming upwards of 21 times a month is good for your prostate. At least that was the claim. Some of the questions sort of uh, the questions from this study, and this will show you how the self-reporting works. These are some of my favorite questions. Uh, one of the <laughs> questions was, how old were you when you first ejaculated? That was a question to to that fact. To, to that. the, to the uh, participants in this study. They wanted mm -hmm. to know how old you were. They, they also wanted to know how many sexual partners you've had before and after you've turned 30. And then this is my absolute <laughs> favorite. They would like you to estimate the decade in which you ejaculated most frequently. <laughs> okay. Come on, man. Who is keeping up with all of this? Like, right. and, and have a full life. Like, could you imagine having a calendar that detailed? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like you got a whole family like you, you take care of the kids you got a job ah, uh -huh. but at lunch you like right. okay where am I at nut wise 2013 uh, my numbers were real low <laughs> I gotta wow I gotta really uh, pick it up you gotta bring people together like folks we're in the red right now and I, I don't know I don't know what is happening in this corporation but we've got to get these numbers back up we gotta get these numbers up family meeting now if y'all want a little brother y'all gonna have to act Get out the house. Your mama gonna have to act right. Oh, I'm we not gotta coming. bring this shit together. I'm not coming. In 2010, I was coming. <laughs> look, look at the graphs. Look at the graphs. It's all right here. <laughs> it's in the numbers, baby. <laughs> so, so by all accounts, and this, I, I did more research to figure out, like, if you know, along with the fact that they're saying that it could reduce prostate cancer, one of the things right. that they also talk about is that ejaculation uh, benefits sleep. It improves your sperm quality. Apparently, it boosts your immune system. It reduces your risk of death from heart disease, and mm. it also spikes arousal, specifically, it spikes. Uh, oxytocin and dopamine which is like all the feel good shit inside of you that helps you you know keep your mood steady and feel motivated so by all accounts coming is a good thing yeah I'm a fan of it uh, <laughs> I, you know I'm a fan you know I'm very pro coming okay. uh, you know what I mean I don't bold know, choice 20, but I 20, 21 seems a lot I mean you know for myself individual sure. coming uh, it come, come with a partner you trust yeah, <laughs> but like you know i don't know about keeping counts i ain't keeping count man. that's fair and so i guess the the big question that i found myself rushing in or rubbing into right is is yeah. <laughs> why would this lady or anyone discourage you from coming if there's all these benefits right what's well, the, what's the goal here i think she don't want me to come because in turn she wasn't coming enough there we go now we're talking hold on you know, that's how they get you hell yeah i'm listening that's how they get you man <laughs> see people who not who don't come 
Hold on, wait, I'm going to stop you right now. I feel you getting into something that I'm liking that I think is is huge. And this brings me to a segment I call Talk That Talk. I am going to give you 30 seconds, 30 seconds to Mm -hmm. play out exactly what you mean. I want you to talk that talk, break it down for the people. Go for it. There's a lot of people out here, not nothing. And you know how they say that hurt people hurt people and that people just want to bring you down and and if they're if they're depressed yeah they're not nothing they don't want you to know they can see you walking around light on your feet because you're empty and nut embracing the world they want to be like hey stop all that nothing don't be nothing come with us we can all be not nothing together well i don't want to be nothing i want to nut and be something hey <laughs> i'm not gay no more i am the lover <laughs> Talk it's that talk, Chris Red. Talk that talk. I'ma talk it. I'ma talk it all damn day. Cool motherfucking bars, nigga. Fucking you know nothing about that. <laughs> yeah, talk that talk, Chris Red. Yeah. Beautiful. I yeah, I do think know. that there is some validity to that. That like some of this is sort of like a want to control the sexuality of the people around us. Uh, to make it reflect our personal values or our personal experiences, right? Right. Like part of what I started reaching for, I go this way almost every time. I started to feel like, damn, this kind of has the energy of like white supremacy, right? Mm. That like it in the same way that white people for years have tried to dictate the sexuality of black people through Christianity and through yeah. sort of like these these oppressive values. We literally have history of, of black people being castrated as a tool mm-hmm. for control, that it's mm-hmm. the same principle being sort of like uh, shared right now, that they're telling yeah. you not to come because they don't want you to be happy. They don't want exactly. you to be free. They don't want you yep. to, to know the experience of another person in its fullest, freest joy. Do you know what I mean? It's, exa- it's exactly right. They just want you to rub over clothes mm-hmm. and build up and walk home hard and uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. And, and hate yourself. Undone. Yes. See, but especially with religion, sometimes people, they can only feel like they affected you and affected real change if the change is in, in how they see it. So it, with mm-hmm. me not coming, she's like, oh, I affected his life in a great way. When she don't know, she affected my life in other ways and I can still come. Right. <laughs> I don't have to stop. <laughs> I, I'll, I can connect with God. I can get yep. closer to my family. I can do more for my community and I could still bust this nut. We, they it. don't have to be mutually exclusive. They ain't never been. I don't think they are at all, man. But these nine nutters, boy, they're trying to get you. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm glad you're bringing up nine nutters because... Uh, <laughs> There's actually, and again, did a lot of research. There's a community. <laughs> it's a very gross week for you. <laughs> hey, look, man, my computer's never going to be the same, but thank you for what you've offered to society. So there apparently is a community online called the NoFap community. That Whoa. An entire community that's dedicated to not masturbating together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they're they're as a community, they refer to themselves as fapstronauts uh, and they have sworn off PMO, which is pornography, masturbation and orgasms. And orgasm. Mm. Sworn them off. So, so they this sounds like a very anger group. 
And that's that's the hard part, right? Is yes, you are correct. Just 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 a, a room full of people like, oh, why can't we be happy? So the whole angle that they play in, and you know, digging into sort of like the community, a lot of it is rooted in sort of like this suggestion that masturbation and sort of like self pleasuring uh, yeah. leads you down a unsatisfied life that you're actually more unhappy when you're not able to uh to control your urges to control your spirit if you will Mm. right and so their suggestion is by having complete control of their body complete control of those urges they are therefore not letting the the fap (laughs) beat them and therefore they have they're beating the the fat exactly they're beating the fat but like so (laughs) So they never fap ever, but as long as they shall live. I I think it's more people who used to fap a lot and then decide that fapping is no longer uh, healthy for them. That they've 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 for lack of they've outfapped themselves. They've. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, listen, I feel like for people who who have a problem with fapping and they fap too damn much and they had to cut it off cold turkey. You either join the FAP community or you're Terry Crews. It's, ta- it's Terry Crews. It's big Terry Crews energy. You know what you I mean? Know, it's really big Terry Crews energy, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of like, you're you're trying to conflate spirituality with the fact that like, your wife don't let you watch porn no more. And yeah. it's like, nah, man. Don't make this about black people, bro. Just go right. beat off in your bathroom when she's That's not it. at home. It's it found balance, my guy. Okay. Yeah. Your muscles okay. ain't supposed to be wrinkly. If you would just jerk off, they'll go back to normal. Yeah, man. I remember commenting on that. And then someone was like, well, it's not that you masturbate the whole time. Sometimes you just watch porn all day. I'm like, well, that's worse. Yeah. What are you what? doing it for? <laughs> you it's watch- not good storytelling. It's not. We all know the narrative. We all know how this is. Right. We all know where it's going. Come on, I don't man. even watch for the story. I just enjoy the part where they press into each other. <laughs> I skip past all of that. Yeah, who's I, who's fucking digging into the narrative here? Terry. He was. Mm, Terry. Ooh, I wonder what's going. I wonder what the mama's going to do with that daughter. <laughs> <laughs> we know Terry. Terry, we know Terry. They're not actually related. Please stop <laughs> watching this sincerely and call your family. Call them. Okay, or at least unlock the car door and let them out. <laughs> okay, I want to read you some of the quotes that I found on the no. I cannot wait for this. Uh, web sites and places. Okay, uh, they refer to themselves as hard mode a lot. One of the users, hard mode soldier. Yeah, uh, that makes said, sense. <laughs> hard mode soldier. <laughs> hard mode soldier. He said, I would tell my younger self when asked about like his decision to no longer uh, masturbate. He said, I would tell my younger self one thing, retain, retain your vital energy and use it to better your life. Mm. You know what, though? That seems so personal to him. Mm-hmm. Hard mode soldier. <laughs> he, I, he can't never sleep on his stomach again. Right. You know? <laughs> and I, and I think, Too much and pleasure. Too yeah, much hey, hey. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> How many thread count are these sheets? These sheets feel like booty. Get them out of here. <laughs> these sheets feel like booty. 
man, you got uh, you got to start a line of sheets now. I got to I got to this is, ooh, these sheets right here. They feel like booty. They feel like booty. <laughs> All right. Booty here's, here's another one. This is my favorite one. This this is from a username uh u slash three 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 t h underscore. So you know he's mm. a very legit regular human. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he said, if you fap today, everyone will feel your weird lusty energy tomorrow. Control your will and have alpha women itching for a fix to have a conversation with your beautiful neon glow of blissful aura. Does he live in an anime show? <laughs> What the fuck is that man talking about? Who's walking around with neon glows? Goku. Oh, he's never he's never went outside. Right. Goku. <laughs> ah! Goku enraged right before death. That means he's been charging for two days mm-hmm. or two weeks straight. That is the energy of this entire group. Yes. Ah! It's a lot of people thinking they're gonna build their power by not touching their dick and screaming. <laughs> It's like, I don't know, man. Maybe this is just a, a deep hatred for women that you need to unpack. Yeah, that that seems like a guy who would who would easily look up how to pick up women in a book or on an online website. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Be like, yeah, neg them. Say something negative, but they're <laughs> like, compliment but yo, You got to say it in a way that they'll like it. And they'll be like, wait, what you mean? How can I fix myself? <laughs> He'd be like, I, I got it, baby girl. I'll teach you how to be a better person. Hey, lady, your hair done, but nice though. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, it's a weird fucking energy from these people. And so I think it goes back to your original point that like so much of this is just about controlling other people's sexuality. It's 100%. like, yo, just, just look into you, man. Yeah, like, it doesn't actually affect anyone whether or not they're coming or going. Just focus yeah. on you. That's it. That's I, that. That is it. And then, like, really looking at what the what that person needs and knowing how to say that thing. And my family is is really religious, and they got really, uh, they're really they're they're way more open now than they ever were, uh, before talking about mm-hmm. shit like this. But like, I think. Religious people getting getting better at talking about sex and those things with their kids and their young, young adults is just a better thing for us because to have a young man walking around thinking that his nut count is about to end, his dick gonna die, right. is not fair. Yes. It's just not a fair thing. And if I was a dumb, 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 I'll be out here still counting my nuts, dog. And, that, and that's like, the thing. It's not, it, to your point, it's not making the world a better place simply no. by controlling my sexuality. What is better is to give me perspective that I can then, you know, take home and try to make my own or at least be more right. reasonable with. So with that, I started to look into if there's any suggestion in actual religions about mm. not masturbating or spe- yeah specifically not masturbating which ended up uh leading me to a bunch of youtube uh <laughs> videos of pastor you know like them cool pastors being like the bible don't say it but you know you're doing wrong yeah, and like, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> and then so, they just like quote a hip-hop lyric right <laughs> you, you, you get it drop it like it's hot bam <laughs> <laughs> that's not swagger like okay All hey, right. I, don't, I don't like how you say that pastor cal Cut it out. Okay, but one of the things that that they talked about specifically is that idea of like, 
the Bible doesn't have any specific literature that says that you cannot touch yourself, right? There's right. nothing in the scripture that says that. But what it does right. tell you is that you should be careful because, uh, or rather the interpretations of the Bible tell you that you should be careful because the idea of over masturbating or overindulging in anything leads you to be over sexual with your partners, which then yeah. leads you to infidelity or adultery or whatever the risk is that you've imagined. And so at the right. core of it is really what you're talking about is like the idea of, of management, right? Balance. You're right. Having a balance. And that's, that's in life in general. It's like, that's the lesson that mm -hmm. was, was trying to be taught, which I definitely needed to hit. Right. But so I, I found that a, a later, but ooh, it could have been so much more concrete. Yes. If you just would have said balance, you're like, and even, so there is a Taoist, uh, principle i guess i don't i don't know enough to know if i'd call it a principle but some taoist teachers do recommend and this is wild that you should ejaculate 24 times a year a maximum pretty much and that 20 to 30 percent of the times that you uh get hard uh you ejaculate so basically two out of the three times that you have sex you should be coming or rather two out of the 10 times that you have sex you should be coming in the rest you just leave hard, you don't finish kind of thing. But, right. which is wild. I don't get what that that's, is, any of that's that. That's super crazy. I mean, it's like you can't attend to everyone, but I don't know. Right. It, <laughs> Going I, to bed, yeah, it's like, ah. That seems miserable to me. But It, it does. It seems very uncomfortable. They will say, and what they at the root of what they say at the end of all those educations is that everyone should make this decision completely for themselves that this uh, isn't rooted in like some rule that god said and you'll go to hell if you don't do it they're just like yeah. hey man if i were you i'd store up but if you don't want to go crazy i don't know be happy go. <laughs> i it, it is interesting it's always interesting with those type of things how they decided the number mm -hmm. like I don't like where they did they grab it out the sky or did somebody was like I'm gonna go I'm gonna go check and be like hey I found this year was fantastic <laughs> when I came hey, times. I'm gonna be honest I only did 24 this year and I am Ooh, killing it <laughs> I am killing the game I started a business and a family I don't know but we're gonna take a break and we'll be back and figure out how many comes you're supposed to come here on my mama told me As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, was booted. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar runs the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. 
podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. But We Loved is a podcast about queer history. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught. A history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are back. Yeah, and we're back here with more Chris Red and more My Mama Told Me. That's right, Jason Derulo. Are you coming enough? We want to know. Oh, Jason Derulo is definitely coming. He's coming. I I can can just imagine. I I don't even have to imagine it. I don't want to. No. Somebody like Jason Derulo, he coming. He TikToks. He jumps (laughs) in pants. He jumps into jeans. He has two people hold his jeans. And he's jumping. I don't know who he fucking, but I know he coming. <laughs> he's and I'm coming. proud of him. I'm proud of Jason. <laughs> proud of you, bro. He he's probably coming uh, weird, but he's coming. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I think it's it's hard to watch, but he's doing it. I haven't thought about it much, but he looks like the type of guy that comes more in a bubble vest than anyone else. <laughs> yeah, you know, just I don't know why. <laughs> he just has that energy. <laughs> I think we all know why he's a bubble. Ba- that's a bubble bath ass nigga if I've ever seen one. Yes, it is. Jason Derulo <laughs> loves a bubble bath. There's no doubt in my uh, mind. He's in a bubble vest and a bubble bath. Just Jason Derulo. <laughs> I think he, every time he comes, he says he sings his name for sure. Hell yeah, that's what comes out. Is just. <laughs> 
<laughs> just like floating floating notes. Uh, yeah, they're shaped. They're shaped like the music notes as he comes. It's just Jason Derulo. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Yo, lady damn. just puts her clothes on. She's like, "I gotta go. Oh, I made a mistake." <laughs> well, you know what? I, I take it back. Uh, I want to be that famous. I want to get musical <laughs> note nut, and then I'm out the game. <laughs> well, we figured it out. This is it. <laughs> I can go anywhere. Suck my dick. Ooh. Yeah, we gotta yeah. get. <laughs> just want to get jason derulo famous so you can come music notes that makes sense to me all right oh man we're gonna play a game this is a very fun game that i like to play this game is called homemade hotel all right the premise of this game is i am going to introduce to you a pretty innocuous pretty widely supported fact right and then okay. I'm going to ask you to turn that fact into a more sinister, more conspiratorial mm -hmm. answer. I want you to get to okay. the hidden truths of this fact. Take it however mm. you want, but I want you to really get to the nooks and crannies of what this shit is. And this one feels Ooh. very applicable to our conversation today. This is a real fact that yeah. I found on the internet, so maybe it's a fake one. But the fact for you, for you to unpack and take mm. your time, the fact for you to unpack, it says that you are more likely to get a computer virus from visiting religious sites than you are from visiting porn sites. And why do you think that is? Mm. Well, see, 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 that's just the man trying to turn you away from the Lord. Mm. You know, he's trying to turn you away from the Lord to have you walk away from religion and into the lion's mm. den. Um, into the devil's den, porn hubs. I've never been to a porn site not had pop-ups. Pop-ups. What else pops mm -hmm. up? Herpes. What does herpes <laughs> affect? People. Black people. Black people have mad herpes. Bumps. Pop-ups. Come on, bro. First, first of all, who has religious sites? Who goes to them? <laughs> I don't. I go to Facebook to watch my church. What are they even trying to tell you to do, fam? They're trying to control how you search. They don't want you to go to porn. They don't want you to see porn, man, because they don't want you to be sexually free. Because if you sexually free and find yourself, then you realize, oh, I can be closer to God than I knew. Mm -hmm. I can come and I can go to church online. Don't come in church. That's kind of <laughs> weird. But you can watch. You can watch church and then you can go come. You can walk both blind and have a fulfilled life. Because if you have a fulfilled life, then you become president. You think Obama became president without Lil' Kong? He came. He came. He saw. He conquered. Then he came again, and Michelle made two beautiful <laughs> future presidencies. And then he became president. Why? Because he was coming, and he was in church, and he was coming, and he was in church. Shoot. 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 You get it. Shoot. You get how you get it. <laughs> wow. Truly moving, moving. That was speech. the, uh, that was the very uh, drunk, out of breath uncle at the barbecue. Uh, <laughs> just completely lost focus of his original argument. <laughs> yeah, and and and, and y'all should stop searching what I'll be looking at in my history right. box. So that's and that's why your aunt thing. Loretta need to cut out the search. <laughs> just stop looking. All right. <laughs> and stop trying to lick my toes every time it's my birthday. I told y'all I don't like it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Just because you I say it's you. a gift, don't make it a gift if I don't like it. <laughs> Stop waking me up when you get in the bed. Damn it. <laughs> He's just airing out other complaints. I do think that that is like a a fun instinct that black people, like older black people especially have is like when you're making an argument, at some point you will bring up Obama. Like, I don't know what what the stance is on Obama, but Obama's getting in this motherfucker. Yeah, Obama is, we do it with a lot of of cultural things. We do it with God. Mm -hmm. Like, God, please. Please let me. Like God's not involved in this particular Had thing, man. There's it. a lot going on. Hey, we we are so proud and innately proud of what Obama means to the culture that we like any good point we're trying to bring up always has to include yeah. him. And I, I, I don't. I'm like, did he know he would be? He would. He would be this to us forever. Right. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wonder if he knew what, what swearing in like. Niggas gonna be saying my name forever. <laughs> right. I, I'm sure he knew that he was gonna be on statues and like that we'd put him on t shirts and shit, but he was like, right. damn, they're gonna bring me up when they talk about cum sometimes. And that that's <laughs> damn. All right. All right. Yeah, okay, I'll be the president. Yeah, I guess. I yeah, but they can't you can't be successful if you're not coming. Right. <laughs> Oh man, I think we did it, Chris. I think that we Yo, nailed it. This was a a fun fucking episode. Did it, bro? I had a great time, man. This is a this is a great ass idea. Hell yeah! You just a, you're, you're a guy full of ideas, man. <laughs> Big ass headphones, great ideas. Man, I'm just proud of my my nigga hey. Lacey, man. He out here killing the game. You man. see it? You see me shining with a mic with a spit cover? You see me out here? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, keep that spit off there. It's thrown out here. Tell the yeah. people. Can you tell the people where they can see you out here? Where could they find you? What do you got going on? Uh, you can see me indoors, uh, <laughs> but online. Uh, I'm at I'm at Chris Red Edge on Instagram and Red said it on Twitter. I'll be posting where I'm do, maybe doing some outside shows if it's safe enough for me to do so. Uh, I have a couple projects that that uh, I'm still figuring out, so I'll be posting on there. So just Hell yeah, catch me on there. He'll, Catch me on. He'll that. be back on SNL, and if SNL ever exists, he'll be on Keenan. Yeah. If Keenan ever exists, Keenan got pushed back, but it's it's gonna happen. This, we'll listen, see. We'll see. It he's happen. a promising young man, and as soon as uh, we get this virus under control, he's gonna be the richest man I know. So uh, <laughs> I ain't got no damn money. Get it together, Donald people. Trump, and uh, <laughs> please. Well, this has been a a fantastic episode of My Mama Told Me and a fantastic joy to talk to Chris Red. We'll be back, I guess, sometime. Like and subscribe and do all that stuff. Good day to you. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, already know. a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene, what's good? But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh. Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.